Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I was so scared of saying I'm a woman and then instantly hearing, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Because in my head, I fought with that every day. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. Hello, Chris. Hello, Anthony. You have been a part of Mr. Beast's video since the inception, pretty much? Basically, I was there when he created the channel. Um, I was his first subscriber. Were you also his bestie? Bestie, yeah. We grew up, uh, we sat at the same lunch table. We were kind of the only kids who talked about like YouTube and video mm. games. So a bunch of nerds. Yeah, yeah, you know, the nerds. Mm. But, so we would hang out afterwards, film videos together, and I, we just fell in love with doing it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the earliest videos you guys made really were capturing that that friendship. That <laughs> yeah, the it was just had. us just doing whatever we could think of because the, there was no rules back then. There was no like algorithm or anything. It was just whatever you could film, put it on YouTube. And the videos have blown up to the point where now they are consistently getting over 100 million views each. Crazy, and, which is just I can't even fathom what like how many people that looks. Like. I can't either. And you are in almost every video. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of became Chris, the guy from Mr. Beast. Exactly. It was actually for the longest time my Twitter bio was the guy in Mr. Beast videos, mm. and then about a year and a half ago, it turned into sometimes I'm in Mr. Beast videos. Oh, so the guy part was removed. It was yeah, that was removed a long time ago. Mm. Like, was that in anticipating yeah, that was, wanting was, to detach from that identity? Yeah, so for me, in my head, I was like, oh, people are going to instantly start asking questions if I did that. Because, like, when you're trans, you think everybody knows you're trans. Yeah, it's and like when you're high. Yeah, <laughs> exactly mm. like it. But So I took it out, and I was like, oh, no, people are going to know. People are going to know. Nobody ever said anything. So I was like, that was my first step, and I was like, okay, okay. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, I feel like about how many, maybe six months to a year ago, I started to see a change in your appearance. Yes. You started to look a little bit less masculine, a little bit less beardy. Yeah. At the exact same time, you look like you were glowing, like you were more excited, like yeah. your posture was better, like you were like excited I was about happy. life. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't realize how unhappy you looked beforehand yeah, looking up old pictures did. of you I, I searched old pictures of you and and you could see a it dramatic a smile, shift but it wasn't a real smile it was it was a and it was a performance smile i mean because like was i sad every single day during those times no but like in the back of my head it was something i constantly felt like i wasn't being true to myself i wasn't being true to the people who are fans of me because I was hiding my true self from them. And the thing that was really keeping me for so long away from like who I truly am is how people were, would react. I was so scared of like, I'm from a small town in a conservative area. So when I was younger, I was like, this is my, this little bubble is my entire world. How will they react? Mm -hmm. Then I got a little older, got, I was like, maybe, maybe one day. And then I got famous and my bubble went from this small little town to hundreds of millions of people. You've had a lot of people speculating on 
your gender. Yes. You know, just you growing out your hair, yeah. you I mean today you you showed up fully I did. presenting I did. as a woman. I did because I am a woman. Oh shit. Ah, she <laughs> her. You've never said that before, right? I've never said that publicly, no, but I I've, I've been fully like confident in that decision for over a year now. Mm -hmm. Um I kind of my idea was to kind of play catch up with the internet in the way that I discover myself. Like you were talking about, um, you know, six, seven, eight months ago, my hair started growing out, all those kind of things. I wasn't quite sure exactly who I was yet, but I knew I was not cisgender. Mm. Um, so I needed the freedom to be able to express myself and be able to figure out who I was. And so for a while, I was trying gender fluid. I was like, what what is making me feel like I'm bi gender? What is tying me to this? you know, masculinity. Mm -hmm. And really it was after a lot of talking with a therapist and a lot of like self uh, reflection, I realized it was really just the societal pressure of you're Chris from Mr. Beast. You're the guy that starts the fires. You're the mm. guy that builds the stuff, you know? And like my whole life, I've enjoyed doing those things, but I've never really felt like the guy. Yeah, and that becomes so intrinsically connected with who you are that it felt like it was shattering everything. Exactly. And I was scared that people would think that I'm magically gonna become a different person. But for me, I, I have no, like I'm very proud of who I was and how I've gotten here. Mm. It took me a long time to get here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm finally here, so I, I'm not ashamed of all of that or anything. I'm actually really proud of it. There's been a huge huge reaction to this like people are like their minds are blown that something yes. like this happened i knew there was going to be a big reaction but i thought it would stay like you know like in that youtube you know everything no, it's, it's like tabloid culture now yeah. it's like every single thing yeah. has some kind of headline about you and what it means and the effects on mr beast and all these different things it was crazy i was trying to take a break i was like okay i it's not affecting me too bad but i don't need to consume all this media and attention of myself I'll delete all my social media. And then I get on Google and I go to open a new tab and Google will recommend me articles about myself. So you love Mr. Beast and Chris Tyson. <laughs> yeah. and, and here's this thing like, about people hating you. Please stop, I don't wanna know about it. Yeah, so but, you're just constantly being fed uh, articles with headlines that are just blatantly wrong, not, right? They're lies. And not only, it's like, it wasn't all hate and it wasn't all support. It was, it was from both sides, but there was also like a lot of people just uh, you know, they don't really know how to talk about trans people, so instantly they're like, Chris Tyson comes out as a trans woman, good for them. And I'm like, Even though you just said HRT, yeah, right? I'm like, no, I didn't, no, I didn't yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet, until yeah. today. Yeah, until today, with Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should just take a moment on that. Like, how does that feel publicly saying in front of cameras that you are a woman? I for the longest time to even say it to some of the closest friends, it would make me like my hands shake to say it. I would get so nervous. But now I can say I'm a woman. I'm happy to say I'm a woman. It's something that's honestly so freeing. And I think that is part of what the HRT did for me was being able to accept myself and being able to look in the mirror and say, yes, you are a woman. Every single person has something about themselves that they kind of, want to be more of yeah you know and, and then they're insecure about yeah e even if it is just lacking confidence yeah. even if it's just i want to be a little bit more confident in myself yeah here you are in front of hundreds of millions of people 
who have been criticizing you for every single reason in the book and you're focusing on the way that you feel when you are most true to yourself. Yeah, I mean, if, you're, if your way to confidence is to wear a dress, wear a dress. If your way to confidence is to get so swole, you look like a bodybuilder, do that. Is that what you're talking about, Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy is getting really swole, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is pumping, man. You, you see his Twitter page? He is jacked. He is jacked. He's getting there, man. Came out of nowhere. Until I get my hands on him. Oh, And uh -oh. that Chris effect him. Watch out, the Chris effect. Isn't that wild that people say there's the Chris effect, the Carl effect, like one person can, can, can change or like infect the other brains of yeah. the other friends. Uh, I mean, I've always joked that there, and I hate that people will clip it, but there is a smidgen of truth to it. Cause Carl came down to North Carolina, small town, and he had bright pink hair. <laughs> yeah, that's and I true. And was, I was like, how do you have the confidence to like go to the grocery store and not feel like every single person is staring at you? And he's like, I don't care. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? You could what? not care what others think? You can just not care? Right. Since when? Uh, I, didn't get, I didn't get the update. You know, there is a little bit of truth to the idea that a friend can come into a circle yeah. and they can show you what confidence looks like. Yeah, they can show you what true confidence is because for a while, like I was like, yeah, I guess I'm confident, but it was all fake. It wasn't all real. And then I saw somebody come in and be themselves. And I was like, I, want that, I want to be myself. And even though like I saw people make fun of Carl because of his hair, he would just shrug it off. I was like, I I can do that, maybe, maybe. Mm, give it a couple of years. <laughs> you hear that, Carl? You inspired someone. You did it. You mentioned taking hormones and you mentioned that it saved your life. Yes. For so long, every day, I, I would go to bed and I would have dreams, vivid dreams I was a woman, like my whole life. And I would wake up in the morning and it was just like getting ripped out of a reality that I didn't want to be taken out of. So it was like the dream was the reality. Yeah. There was times where I would just lay in bed all day and just sleep because it was more fun to do that or more enjoyable to me to do that because the real world, I didn't feel connected to it. I'm, I've really never felt connected to my body until I started taking HRT and like I was amazed like after two, three weeks, I just started having a mental clarity mm. that it felt like a fog that had been around me just went away. And I could see things clearly. I could feel confident in who I was. Mm. I knew who I was finally, surely, truly, without a shadow of a doubt. And that is what really saved my life because for the longest time, you know, like in 2017, 2018, I started gaining weight. I got really depressed because I pretty much thought that there was no way I was gonna be able to transition ever, and I was just going to have to keep marching forward in a life I didn't wanna live. And I was just gonna have to keep doing that until I couldn't do it anymore. What was the internal battle like? The thing I really felt hatred towards was myself for not understanding myself. Also, internalized transphobia just made me feel, you know, there's not a lot of trans people, and in general, but there's also not a lot of trans people in my area. So the only exposure I had to trans people and trans issues were from, you know, the other end of the spectrum. And so I started to hate myself. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretending I'm lying. I, I like, and it took me so many years of, I, I ran away. I pretended it didn't exist. Mm. Multiple times I threw away every single pair of clothes I ever owned. 
I went to conversion therapy. Oh shit. Yeah. Like you really did not want to be what you felt at your core thought, was your true self. I thought it was a curse for all of my life. And it wasn't until I started taking HRT that I was like, this is this is not a curse. It's a blessing. Like I I can finally be myself. Or did you have a moment when you first realized that the way that you identify with your gender was different than what was expected of you? I was six years old. My sisters went to camp. My parents were in the living room. I told my parents that I was going to build a popsicle stick airplane in my room. And then I went to my sister's room and went in their closet and grabbed as much stuff as I can. And I locked my door and I turned on Arthur. And it was the episode where there was ballerinas mm. and I just pretended to be a ballerina and danced around my room. Mm. And from that moment on, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I know I need to hide it because I don't think the people uh, I I don't remember exactly what made me hide it at such a young age. But I think it was just like, you know, growing up in that area, going to, you know, a very like um, very, very religious. Well, all churches are religious, but this yeah. one was extra religious. Uh, oh, a oh, super, a, super religious, religious XXL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the premium. And, and because like the biggest thing is for me, I was such a forward facing person that any kind of changes were instantly going to drum up questions. And so like for me, that's why I was so glad that even though I had during this time when I put out that I was on HRT, I was very sure I was a trans woman. I was not ready to come publicly out yet. Mm -hmm. So I was very happy that like people were encompassing me into the gender, uh, into gender fluid, because that is what I had identified as a while. And, and that gave me that ability to dress more feminine and people not be like, are you a girl? Or, what's your gender? What's your gender? Yeah. I mean, do you feel like old Chris is dead? Dead. Gone. Dead, dead buried hatchet. Pew. All of it. All of it gone. I mean, you still have uh, the reminders through the videos that will be permanently online and for the rest of eternity. That's what I say to people who are like, but I miss the old Chris and I looked up to you. Hey, go watch the videos. They'll be there forever. Was it more difficult for you to come out to yourself or to others? Myself, far more. Once I came out to myself, it, it was, I came out to myself with my therapist and, mm. it, and it took like, it took like three therapy sessions where I was like, I've known this for a long time. I, I'm I, I'm pretty sure. And then I was, you know, I I I know I and then I was like, I am a woman. And it was it was hard for me to say that because I was so scared of saying I am a woman and then instantly hearing, no, you're not. Mm -hmm. Because in my head, I fought with that every day. That's the conversation you were having yeah, with yourself. That, there was a voice in the back of my head that just hated me. Everything I did hated me. And it wasn't until like I started accepting myself and being kind to others and like just listening to what my body wanted. Like that's when that voice started going away, started taking HRT. Haven't heard from that voice in a very long time. Where do you think that part of you has gone? I think it's, I hope it's locked away. <laughs> do you think it's disappeared oh, entirely? Yeah. Fuck that person. <laughs> Fuck that little piece of me. You must feel like you have so much more, like, access to the to, to your whole self without I, that part of you shutting you down constantly. I literally had people within the first like couple of months of like me coming out to like private like friends and like my therapist starting HRT. They were like, "You've just been 
talking so much more and you just seem so much more present in the conversation. And I was noticing that myself too, because like I would get done with conversations and be like, why does my jaw hurt so bad? Oh, I was talking and smiling? I was talking and smiling. (laughs) I haven't done that in a while. I mean, even now I feel like people who have watched you for a long time will see that change in you wanting to express your thoughts, wanting to express your emotions. It doesn't matter now if I want to express them or not. They just freely come out of me because I don't suppress them anymore. Mm. And that is what's truly the best part of it is that I can just like, what comes out of my mouth is me now. Mm. And it's nobody else influencing me. It's nobody telling me I have to be this person. It's me coming. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you remember the first time that you looked at yourself and you were like, that is me, I'm not ashamed of that anymore? I did. I was actually heading to the studio to go film and I was driving my car and I had something in my eye and I pulled down my mirror and I just looked at myself and for the first time it like hit me that I was like, I'm looking like myself and I just started crying while driving and I had to pull over. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this This looks like how I, I feel, yeah. how I see myself in my dreams. Yeah, and, and I've had so many moments leading up to them. Like even when I went dress shopping today, I accidentally cried a little bit because I put on this dress and I was like, oh my God, I love this. I feel like, you know, whether anyone watching is trans or not, like there's, there's it's such a relatable feeling to want to be a truer version of yourself and yeah. to, to run away from that for a certain amount of time for any reason. Yeah. How does it feel, you know, like this, you're, you're constantly finding all these things that make you feel more and more true to yourself. I've always been myself. I'm now taking, ver- uh, I'm now taking steps to make sure I'm the like best and happiest version because there was a point in my life where, and a lot of people thought that was the best version of me because that's the only thing they had ever seen, Chris from Mr. Beast. But I was very unhappy and I was tired and I was miserable. And now I'm like, just, I wake up every day and I'm like, what are we doing today? I wake up at 7.30. I used to wake up at 11.30 every single day. You wake up with excitement? I wake up with excitement. I'm like, what are we doing today? What's going on? What's... Like you get to live life yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, another day of being trans. That for me, it's like the best thing. Why do you think the, the news of you taking HRT and you looking more feminine, why do you think it went so viral? Because it's a really hot button issue right now. There's a lot of people putting in their two cents about it. And then I think what really like made a lot of people focus on it was that I'm, I'm just like, I'm just living my life. I'm not saying anything or doing anything. I'm just, hey, I'm on HRT. I'm a lot happier now. And um, I think that in my opinion, a lot of people were like, no, we can't have somebody this successful and this like happy being on HRT, it's bad optics. Mm. So, I mean, if that's the reason, maybe it was just general transphobia, 
Maybe they just don't like me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Maybe they're not Chris fans. They might. They might be big Nolan fans. <laughs> so you're you're not taking it too personally, though. Nah, I I know that at the end of the day, like even the people that are writing these like crazy articles about me are probably just you know normal people that are going home to see their wife and kids or whatever. They're doing their jobs. I'm doing my job, but that's why I wanted to come to your show to be able to get a hold of my narrative again. Right, because you you lost control of that Complete narrative. Complete control. Every, like, <laughs> everyone had an opinion that had nothing to do with what your actual thoughts were. I know, apparently I sued people, I did it. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did that come from? And somebody made a joke and they were like, they faked the DM and they were like, Chris is suing me. And then I quote tweeted it and I was like, you better be ready. This is my lawyer. And it was a picture yeah. of Jimmy with like sideways sunglasses. And people took that as serious. There's real life consequences to false things being made yeah. up about you. Yeah. Then you have people making YouTube videos saying that your decision to be yourself mm -hmm. and to openly be yourself is destroying Mr. Beast destroying and it's gonna it. mess up the business and you should have thought about that. I, I should have thought about that, that's all How me. dare you ruin the How business by me? being your true self? How dare you exist? It was kind of weird to see people be like, oh, now Jimmy's put in between a rock and a hard place where he obviously doesn't wanna support Chris, but the left would be so mad if he didn't. And I'm like, all these speculation, all these crazy things. I told Jimmy like seven years ago, hey, I walked out of my bedroom. It was late. I walked out and it was kind of one of those. <laughs> and then he was like, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to talk Wait, about what it. Wait, what was it that, that gave it I away? fully dressed up. Oh, so you were dressing up as a woman long before. We yeah, we lived, oh, I've been dressing up as a woman since I was like six years old. Oh. I guess dressing up as a girl, now I dress yes. up as a woman. Yes, <laughs> but you walked out, Jimmy sees you. Yes. Dressed up as a woman. Yes. And, and he goes, <laughs> we can talk about this if you want. And I was like, no. Uh, and we didn't did you turn around it. and go into your room? I did. <laughs> and we didn't talk about it. Jimmy is really good about if you don't want him to bring something up, he'll never mention it ever uh. again. But um, it was about three years ago. We were all hanging out and we were having a good time. Um, you know, on the channel, we like to say we're having some apple juice, mm. you know, just mm. drinking some good just apple drinking juice. drinking some apple juice. And there was one moment I was sitting around all the guys and I had... I had just been really like thinking all that day about like my gender and everything and com combined with the apple juice, I just blurted out to them, I don't want to be a man anymore. Just out of nowhere? Out of nowhere in front of all of them and then started like crying. Mm. And the support I got from them in that moment was like, that's when I knew I was like, okay, like I have my friends back, fuck everybody else. Like the, that's all I need. You had the support from your core group. Yeah. They're really like my family. Do you remember just like what it felt like to have that out there? To feel like I'm lying to like my best friends. We know everything about each other. Like, and I'm like, this is a huge part of me and I want to tell them, but I, like it, I'm even so scared to tell them. Like, even when I used to try to form the words, I would just lock up and couldn't talk about it because mm. I was so terrified to like out myself. Yeah, because there's so many, so many things that you consider to be negative that would come out of that. Yeah, and now I realize that was all internalized transphobia. Mm. My friends would have accepted me. I probably could have gotten through the process a little faster. Yeah. But everybody grows at their own pace mm -hmm. and, and becomes themselves when they do. I mean, you see all these comments on the internet and 
no matter how many positive ones that are there, you're, you're just you're, fly by. The, the positive ones don't exist. But then the negative ones, I think it's because there's a little bit of fear attached to yeah. the implications or what else they might be thinking. Like yeah. those things sit with you and you accidentally find thousands or in your case, because you have hundreds of millions of yeah. people watching and judging and commenting on every single thing that you do, you're likely to see tens of thousands of comments. Yeah, and sometimes the algorithm can just be a, a butt and just send you all the hates in one, mm. one fell swoop. But also it's like, you have to realize that when people are sending those messages, I mean, I, I was a, a crappy kid on the internet. I used to be a mean kid. People say those things because they're also struggling with things. I was, my whole life, I was struggling with my identity, who I was. I hated myself. Like, so every time I see one of those like hate comments or like people saying mean things in my DMs, I'm like, I know that's probably somebody who's going through something and I just, it doesn't really bother me. I used to see people living the life I wanted to live and I would get jealous and angry at them. Mm. And, and because, and like they get to live this life and they get to be celebrated. And you know, like obviously you don't see the hate they get, but it's like they're not getting any hate and all this kind of stuff. And, and you get into that mindset, but then you realize, oh, that's just me just like pointing all that back at myself mm. and using somebody else as a target. Do you feel like after coming out and feeling like you can actually be your truest identity, in addition to not having to hide something about yourself, do you feel like you're more aware and present? Like, do you feel like instead of living like through with tunnel vision because you're blocking out all of this shit that's in your brain, do you feel yeah. like now you have access to more of you? I do. I post way too much on the internet because I'm just so excited to authentically be myself mm. and be like, this is me. Hey, everybody. Yeah. The person you knew for a long time that was like a facade, a fake version of me. This is the real me. I'm still the same person. I just look a little different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you're caring. You're caring more about things. It seems yeah. you're caring about your fashion, your now makeup, yeah. your hair. You know, you're you're caring about your health. It yeah. seems like you just seem healthier all around. Yeah, I'm drinking a lot more water too. Oh, uh, okay, that'll do it. That, that's that's everything. That's, that's the secret to life. The secret to life is water. Yeah. Oh, and then I will poop more than once every six days. Oh, you should definitely be doing that more. Yeah. Okay, good to know. So here's a really quick fun fact. Did you know that hydrating is super important, even if you're not running a marathon? And if that's your first time hearing that, I need to have just a really quick word with the American education system. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and now it is completely sugar-free. And yes, it does still hydrate you two times faster than water alone. I've seen many people commenting things on these videos, saying things like, Anthony, interviewing people for eight hours a day and sitting on your ass talking to them for such a long time, that feels like it's an athletic endeavor. I agree with them, it definitely is, because that is 100% fact. I gotta say my favorite flavor is their white peach flavor with green grape being a very, very close second. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Padilla at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code Padilla 
at liquidiv.com. This episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp. Oftentimes in life, we're faced with tough decisions and the path forward isn't always clear. And while it may be helpful talking with your friends, a therapist's clinical awareness can offer grounded insight and guidance. So whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. And as many of you may know by now, I've been a huge proponent of therapy since I started going about six years ago, which has been hugely helpful for me in my own struggles with anxiety and depression. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp might be perfect for you. It's 100% online. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com. Slash Padilla. You mentioned that you changed your the spelling of your name yes. from Chris C H to Chris to K with a K. So just to to feel a little bit more feminine about it. I actually have always liked how it looked with a K. It is cooler. I used to. I had. I apparently I didn't know this, and I'm probably going to uh, crack a bunch of eggs in the audience. Oh. But um, <laughs> if you have an online persona where you present as a different name and present as a female. That's just being trans online. You've been out as trans online. like. Wait, in what way? Like in the same way of like, you've kind of came out, you haven't come out officially, but you came out in a space to where it was safe. People don't know who you actually are. So you're like anonymously, you're- Yeah, you're kind of anonymous, anonymously coming out as trans. So is the Chris with a K an online only yes. name? Do you yes. have a, a separate name that you're using that is more feminine in your yes. private life? I have a name that is my official name. I'm not like, sheltering it. It's like not private, locked yeah, away. But you're not making a huge announcement not about it? Not making a huge announcement about it. It's just for like friends and families and, and stuff like that. But Chris, K-R-I-S is what you can call me on the internet. Are you gonna um, get angry when people use C-H? I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, you can, it'll be wrong. So. <laughs> right. Are you gonna feel like people are dead naming you as no, they say? No, I mean like in a, in a way they're going to like try to use it to dead name me. But number one, I can't be audibly dead named. So that's pretty True. cool. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty, mm. pretty big clutch. Mm. Uh, number two, I mean, like I said, I, I have no shame with like who I was. I, I think it's so cool and interesting that it's like I was Chris with a CH and then I put that to rest and now I can finally be Chris with a K. You have a permanent archive of <laughs> who you were and your Literally. transitional period and who you are now. Literally, it's kind of like the Mr. Beast channel was accidentally like my trans timeline. It was a documentary <laughs> yeah. about the transition, right? We didn't know it. Yeah. I was using him. <laughs> so you've changed your, the way you present, you've mm -hmm. changed the name and the things that you prefer yeah. people to call you. You've changed your pronouns. Yeah. Have you changed your voice? Because I know that that's something that trans people also work toward. I am working on it. Um, so currently I'm working with the Seattle Voice Labs. Um, it's a Discord server where um, they offer free lessons, they offer paid lessons, but Claire, she is incredible. Mm. She's been teaching me and she really pushed me to do a voice. Like today? Yeah. She wanted you to do it. She thinks I'm ready to do like uh, do, a, do a sentence, to give it a little sneak peek. I could feel like myself by like presenting the way I wanted to, growing my hair out, but I would look back 
when I got, because I'm a YouTuber, I get recorded a lot. Yeah. I would look back and I would be like, that's me. And then my voice, I would open my mouth and I'd be like, mm, <laughs> that's uh, not me. Do you want to say a sentence or do you want to talk us through the different types of things that go into okay. the voice? I'm going to say a sentence, but I'll kind of also show you like the process I have to do. Yeah, I think this will be the first time many people watching this will have ever seen the thought process behind so, it. I'm in a newer stage. I've only been going for a little bit. So it's easier for me to find that space, that feminine voice by yeah. doing a, a warm up. It sounds goofy. Uh, whenever I do it at home, I make sure all my doors are locked and nobody's home. <laughs> so now you're gonna do it so on camera? So now I'm gonna do it on camera Now there's everybody. millions of people watching. I know, my voice, <laughs> my voice instructor encouraged me. It won't sound perfect. Um, it, it probably will get picked on a little bit, but that's kind of what I like doing is showing people the like real, the rawness of it. You ready for the voice? I'm ready, if you okay. are. Oh gosh, <laughs> we might have to do a couple of takes. That's fine, that's fine. All right. Yeah. All right. Here he goes. Sure. Hey, Anthony, congratulations on buying Smosh. <laughs> Thank Is you. That, that was good. Thank yeah. you. The most interesting part about seeing that is it felt like there was like a sparkle in your eye. Something yeah. about it was like you, I could see this feeling of you feeling like yourself. Yeah, and, and I really like showing the process of like how I get to there. Because like, I think for a lot of people, they, they don't want people to you know hear that process and that's completely understandable. It's a mm. very vulnerable space. Yeah. It takes a lot of work to even like get to yourself to the point where you can do that sometimes without feeling like, oh my God, like, mm. I don't want anybody to hear me. I don't, I, it'll never sound right. But I want people to hear that because it's like, that shows you that it's like, people will say, oh, you're faking your voice. No, I just slid my voice into the right place. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's like I'm, as I get better with it, I won't have to basically push my voice into that right. place I want it to be. You're training to get to the point where it feels natural. It's a muscle. And like every muscle, the more you work it, the more you train it, it's yeah. going to break down, build back up, get mm -hmm. stronger, and it's going to become muscle memory to do those things. Right. What are you looking forward to most now that you have fully come out as your truest identity, you feel confident in yourself, what's next and what are you looking forward to? It really feels like for the first time, like I can do anything now. I can be who I want to be. Like I can create a channel if I want to. Ooh. I can write a book if I want to. Yes. I can maybe produce a film if I want to. Are these, are these hints? I don't know, maybe. No, but yeah. maybe in the future. But you really do have endless possibilities. Exactly, because I'm finally able to be myself and that spills out into other areas in my life. So it's not that I'm just authentically trans now. I'm authentically Chris in every single way. I'm able to articulate my feelings. I'm able to talk about what I want. So I feel like the future is kind of whatever I want it to be right now. Do you feel more creatively driven now? I do. I'm really excited. I, I've never felt the motivation to get in front of cameras like I do now. Congratulations on everything. And I think that your story is incredibly inspiring. And I think you're going to change a lot of people's lives just, just by authentically being yourself in the face of 
hundreds of millions of opinions and, and thoughts. Yeah, well, thank you, Anthony, and thank you for using your channel to give queer and trans people a safe place to talk about us and who we are and just let us be ourselves. There's a lot of traditionally more feminine ways to speak. People used to tell me I did that a lot and I got self-conscious about mm. it and I stopped. Stop being yourself. Stop. Stop it. Talk Be like a man. Be more like men are... Men talk... Yes. Straight. Men talk straight. Ooh. Men talk slow. <laughs> men talk angry. Or men talk okay. Yeah. No, that, it, that was even too feminine. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a little yeah. bit too feminine. Yeah, that You was. were showing too much emotion. Damn it. Get out. <laughs> Fuck. The only emotion you're allowed to show is anger. Anger. That's the only emotion. And fear. And fear. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Real men don't get That's scared. That's true. Yeah, real men don't. Real men punch wall and break fist.